This is Everyday Photography Every Day, where you get to listen in on a chat between a photographer, that's me, and a regular human. That's me. With an eye on making your pictures amazing. No technical stuff, no talk of gear or software, just photography for the love of it. We're sponsored by Neomodern.com, bringing concierge photo printing and framing to everyone with a smartphone. I'm Suzanne Fritz Hansen, enthusiastic iPhone picture taker. And I'm Michael Rubin, photographer, founder of Neomodern, and grumpy old man, and we're in San Francisco tonight. Welcome. Hey, Suzanne. Hey, Rubin. Good to see you. Good to see you. I'm enjoying these shows where we just get to talk. I've kind I of missed it. Catching up. I mean, we did How like 60-some-odd episodes, just the two of us, and then we started letting people into our private space. I and... also really like that. I've been so impressed with all the different photographers and just the talent and the personalities and their points of view on the world. What it's a strange amazing. group. I mean, there's like, I mean, I mean that in a loving way, but I mean, great photojournalists. An, an eclectic. And, and yeah, an eclectic group, right? Consortium. Photo editors <laughs> and artists of various kinds. Yeah. Uh, and Instagram movie stars, mm-hmm. you know. Every, I, I think, I don't know that we're covering the gamut. Right. I suppose there's lots of professional studio photographers. I've been listening to other people's podcasts recently just to see who they're talking to and what they're talking about. And a lot of photography podcasts are uh, guidance, you know, what kind of lens did you use for shooting that? And how do you get your strobe to do this? And how do you sell your work? And Mm -hmm. I mean, incredibly important stuff for people whose jobs are to be photographers and uh, for people to listen to if you're an aspiring photographer. Yeah. But for people with smartphones, I, I, I think that it's not the right angle for them. Mm-hmm. And so I'm really hoping that we're providing stuff for people. When everyone's got this great camera. Totally. Like, what What are What are the lessons that masters have for beginners? Like, mm-hmm. is it is it too much? Is it, How do you simplify photography down to someone just getting into it? Right. I don't know. I was at Neo Modern today, and a couple guys walked in who were, like, old school photographers. And um, amazing guys. I, I knew one of them pretty well. And they both were carrying two cameras. Each. 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 <laughs> and all of their cameras were film cameras. Okay. And we just got into kind of riffing about film and kids today and you know, all this <laughs> stuff. But it was a funny, it was kind of a funny moment because one of the questions that came up as we were d- debating stuff, they don't use digital at all. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, yeah. they, they've never used it. Well, one of them doesn't use it at all, at all, and the other one has has found certain scenarios where it's important to be in digital. Okay. Uh, usually, you're in something that's just too dark for film sensitivity, mm-hmm. and you just need a you know a digital sensor that can ratchet up the ISO mm-hmm. to a, a high level. That even though it's a little grainy, you can get if there's light, you can pull it into a sensor, mm-hmm. which you just can't do on every roll of film. So um, we were discussing that stuff and wondered whether there was any reason for a photographer to be in film other than this sort of nostalgia, c- nostalgia or the or the specific constraints of film. Mm-hmm. I mean, there are definitely constraints of film. You can't shoot in every kind of lighting situation. And, you know, I think the thing that we settled on is uh, the most important thing as a lesson was this idea that you have 36 exposures in a in a standard roll of film. Oh, yeah. 36 exposures. People shoot 36 exposures in a heartbeat yeah. on their phones. Yeah. And professionals will shoot 10,000 pictures. And one of the ways that we were we, what we were identifying was that when you have 36 exposures in your roll of film, yes, you're very careful about what you're going to push the button 
on because right. you, you don't want to run out mm -hmm. before you're done. But the other thing is that when you shoot a million pictures, you're shifting the burden of effort from the shooting time mm -hmm. to the post-production time. Right. You're, you're, you're instead of saying, oh, I'm going to not do that and I'm going to do this. You just do everything. Right. And you say, I'll sort it out later. And what you're doing, unfortunately, if you shoot a lot, is you're creating a hellish nightmare. <laughs> because you're gonna, because what would have been like a couple great pictures, you find the good one and you're done or you right. fix it up in Photoshop or whatever. Now I've got a thousand and they're subtly different. Yeah. And I'm not going to work on all of them to see which is the best. Or, or And they might take some post-production. And so I think a lot of people don't do anything with them because yeah. they're they're flummoxed with choice. And well, there's so much. It just feels like there's so much work to do. And there like, is oh, so much I'll work just to do. do it later, and then it's hard. You're much more motivated doing it right away. Was it um, Doug Menuey when we talked to him about his how he sort of shoots differently, where he now he's like taking fewer pictures? Mm -hmm. Is that was it? I think that might have been him. I, that that just stuck with me. It was like mm. earlier, you know, maybe you overshoot. You just you just want to make sure you got it. Right. Well, if you're a professional, you quote, literally have to make sure you got it. Right. So if you right. have to shoot more, right. you shoot more. But consumers don't have to get it. Right. In fact, that kind of begs the question: like, why do we why do we have cameras? Why do you have cameras? Like, what 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 is it? I mean, it's sort of a it's like a, a documenting thing. Yeah. Like I saw this. I liked that. Yeah. I was there. Right. You know, by virtue of the picture being taken, it, it, even if I'm not in the picture, I was at that place. Right. And I saw that thing. Here I am at the place and I saw the thing. And you feel like it's sort of a document, like a mug shot. That's mm -hmm. him. Here's from the front. Here he is from the <laughs> side. Okay. That's enough. I've covered him. It's documented. <laughs> he Are, exists. Can, he exists. Can we move? And then the next level of photography is sort of recognizing that you can't perfectly document something. Mm -hmm. Can you move it to a commentary? This is how I felt about this thing. This is this is my point of view. This is my point of view this about this. This is my experience by. of that thing. Mm -hmm. This is how I d saw it. Th that's uniquely me. Right. Like everyone was standing at the thing, but this is how I saw it. Right. Um, that's a uh, that's a transition that people, I would suggest, need to make if they're going to ex expand their ph ph photography. To, to move from the documenting, which means unless you're a journalist, you don't have to take any pictures. So you can take few pictures, uh, choose selectively what you photograph, and maybe it's fine for Instagram or Snapchat to just show people, here we are, we're just sitting in the mm -hmm. closet doing our crazy mm -hmm. thing. But that's not one I necessarily want to share, uh, keep. I don't think it's particularly great, mm -hmm. right? Does it capture how I felt on that vacation or at the pool or with this person? Um, and if I didn't capture it, it's okay. Mm -hmm. Just throw it out. Like I said, trick-or-treating. You go out, you see what you get, and you come back, and you dump it on the table, and you weed through it. Right? Yeah. I think that's where you know I hope to help beginners get to, this place where they're less attached to any particular thing. They don't overshoot it and can then force themselves to introspect more about this process and take some time to try to figure out what the right way to capture that thing is. Would you say, I mean, I almost feel like just shoot. That's step one. And then step two is like, don't overshoot. You know what I mean? It's right. Like first so step one is shoot. There. Well, right. step one, I would say is be aware of what you're noticing. Mm -hmm. Okay. Step two, it would be maybe 
slow down or stop. Mm -hmm. And then step three is you need to work this. Like maybe you don't have all day. This isn't your job. You're not being paid. No one wants the picture. But you're going to spend some finite amount of time seeing if you can get captured the thing that was in your head because it isn't just a picture of the object that I saw. It's it's a way I want to interact with it, right? So that's those are the, like the initial steps. And by not overshooting, you give yourself a chance to be done with it, like to find the picture in mm -hmm. that haystack and share it or keep it or print it or however you want to finish your flow. Mm -hmm. that you, you know, big game hunters cut the head off an animal and hang it on the wall in some disgusting display of completion that mm -hmm. they were there and they did this thing. Photography's version of that, right? You're gonna take that slice First and hang thing it on I've the heard wall. That metaphor, <laughs> Jesus, man, for a pacifist or for a, you know, a whatever. Oh boy, you're like I took this moment, I stole I... their soul, I'm hanging it on my wall, captured. It is mine. Well, no, come on. They say that you can like leave nothing but footprints, take nothing but pictures. I don't know how that. There's I a pithier can... version of that, right? Uh, Yes. Take nothing but pictures, leave nothing but footprints. Okay. That's an expression. Yeah. I didn't make it up. It sounds pithy. It is. It could be a t-shirt if you had said it. <laughs> or pillow. Right. And I think that's, you know, you're, you're, you're not taking seashells off the shore. You're not taking something such that it's gone or you're disrupting or breaking or destroying. You're just taking your little thing, putting yeah. it in your pocket, your little moment that you saw. I don't know. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing really well. I haven't had any wine. I, I know just, you like, haven't. I thought we were going to have some wine. I know. I just <clears throat> I was worried about this yeah. and that I was just going <clears> to <throat> just go off. It's cool. It's cool. We got this. I guess. I well, mean, it would be I, bad if we had a guest. Well, actually, um I'm doing really well, but I I got a I found a quote, not a quote actually. It's um do you follow Sundays are for lovers on Instagram? Oh, I do. Okay, so it's, it's super sweet. Yeah. It is um who is that? Is that a person? I don't know. I don't. I mean, it's like it's assorted people. Like very often it'll be uh, different love letters or letters from lovers that That's... are kind of the copy that are written below. But this was maybe a week ago, maybe okay. two weeks ago. Um, and I sent it to you. I sent a screenshot of what the kind of the, the copy was underneath the photograph because it really it really just stuck with me. And I thought it'd be a nice thing to sure. talk about. Would you? Yeah, I'll read it. OK, so take her picture. Don't wait for her to ask. Don't make her sheepishly hand over her phone and pose because that's the only way she can get a shot of herself in her life. Don't expect her to recognize every picturesque moment, and don't make her interrupt those moments to snap a selfie. She's likely the one who captures the memories. She's there, but not on film. And while pictures aren't everything, we often look back on them to remember the details. So take her picture when she's with her babies. Take her picture when she's laughing and cooking and sitting across the table from you. Take her picture when she's doing something that she loves and when she's looking at the people that she loves. Take her picture when she's simply walking down the street. Take her picture. Let her see what you see. Isn't that nice? Damn, that is sweet. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm speechless. Well, there's, there's kind of, I mean, you realize that it's not just like capturing the moment. It's also, you know, kind of not an honor, but... I mean, almost to be like to feel appreciated and to feel like treasured that you're like, oh, we're getting a picture of this. It's not so much this is what you look like, mm -hmm. like this is how I see you. Yeah. And there's a big difference between what you look like and how I see you. Exactly. 
And I think that that's like one of the great things about photography is because you can show people how you see the world. Yeah. And how you see them. Um, I love that. I mean, my favorite uh, for my birthday. I don't, did I tell you this? I don't know. For my birthday a couple years ago, it was the best present I ever created, mm-hmm. I ever got. And I asked all my friends, uh, because I take pictures of everybody I know mm-hmm. and love, I asked everyone all I wanted for my birthday was for them to change their profile picture on Facebook to a picture I had taken oh, yeah. of them. I do remember this. We talked about and this. hundreds of people did it. Hundreds of my friends. That's and so, so cool. there was this, uh, when I looked at my friend list on Facebook, it was this field of black and white portraits. That's so cool. And I like, you know, I didn't weep, but yeah. like I had that, like I, I was, you know, verklempt, right? I just, yeah. I, it was just amazing. And it was my favorite thing I think I've ever done. Mm-hmm. And like, that's all I want is for people to understand how I see them as a photographer, right? Right. So sometimes it's not enough to just it to be just like a portrait. You want to capture. Yeah. I had a photographer take a picture of me. um, It's probably 10 years ago. And she was like, oh, wow, that's that's great. She said to herself and I was like, oh, can I see it? She's like, no, it is. It is truly beautifully you, but I can't show it to you for like 20 years. But it's it's how I see you, and I was like, and I remember being. I still I still have not seen this photo. Wow. But um, it what's so interesting about that is just that she she was like at this time you would see yourself and you'd see the things that you don't like, you know, that you're making a funny face or there's a weird, you know, double chin or shadow. I I don't know. I still haven't seen this photo, but I found that so fascinating. She's That's like, a, this is great, but that makes so I won't much show sense. it to you for twenty years. I mean, it's funny. A lot of the times when I'm taking pictures, it's like a little gift. Yeah. Like I'll take the picture and I want them to have it. Mm-hmm. It's something I present, like a sketch, a, a doodle or something. Here's right. what I made of you and I caught you and you can, it's But it's just... intimate, it's, it's immediate now. I mean, think of, you know, the, the old guys that came into the shop earlier. And the thing is, is they had time to work on that piece of art. They finished the portrait before they turned the canvas They around. did. They did. It's it is too immediate. You, I don't want you to see it raw, right. I, and I certainly don't want you to see all the pictures that I'm going to reject, right? Because you're going to have an emotional reaction to how you look, right? I I love that idea because it's right. Ten years from now, all the things that you didn't like ten years ago about yourself, you're going to mm-hmm. look back and be like, oh my god, I love how young I looked and how <laughs> great I looked, and you're not going to see it the way you see it today. Mm-hmm. I'm counting on that. I'm not going to show anybody, you know, a lot of my pictures until years from now. Yeah. I'm, I'm playing the long game. Right. I shoot a lot of pictures that no one's seen, and that's okay. <laughs> that's very cool. I wonder, I'm actually thinking, I'm like, I wonder if I could reach out to her and see if she would show it to me early. Her How name long ago was it? Lita Lucchetti. Um, she is... If she's listening. I don't, maybe. Mm. Lita, I'm reaching out to you. Um, she is, uh, it was probably 10 years ago, maybe 12. Oh, she should show you. I don't know. We'll see. I'll ask Lita. If not, we'll edit this part out. (laughs) No, I think putting it out in public, someone will find her and get her to send you that picture. We'll see. Okay. That's that's really cool. So what else is on your mind? I was going through your Instagram the other day. It's like, your pictures are great. I think I, I don't. Do you feel like you've gotten, I mean, we've been 75 episodes in, 76 yeah. episodes. Is... I do feel, um, I do feel like I've gotten better. I mean, I think one of the biggest things, it's it's not even just like a progress bar as much as just 
doing it. I think that's the, the biggest thing for me. And I think being able to have the opportunity to talk about photography and like talk to all these incredible photographers on how they see the world is has been really inspiring. And so it's to get me past that, you know, that hurdle of being like, yes, okay, take off the phone, do this, like, and then take time, take another breath, slow mm -hmm. down. You still don't take things. a ton of pictures. I still don't take a ton of photos. That's, I think that's probably good. Maybe that is the lesson. You don't have to take a ton of photos. Yeah, I, I mean, I do, t I do take more photos than I post, but it's sort of, um, as I kind of work through them and I'm kind of looking at them, I'm, I'm realizing what, you know, what, what, what do I want to put out there? What do I, what am I looking at? I will say there's still this, they're still not done until you post-produce them. Like it's not just the editing. Yeah of choosing which picture you want. There's so much that can be done in post that you just aren't aware. Things that you would reject because it looks right. blurry or it's dark or all of the, the traditional ways that people reject a picture. Well, I loved how giving you my photos and then seeing what you would do in post-production, that was actually super fascinating. I mean, I'd almost love to do do a live show if that maybe that wouldn't work. That probably would not work for a podcast. But if we do a YouTube video or something, it, it was just... It was so cool seeing how you could make these subtle changes and what it would do to the photo before and after. I got to say, that's the entire foundation of what Neo Modern's about. Yeah, it's no, not absolutely. about making a print. It's about having a personal expert at Photoshop sit and work on your picture with you. Right. And I don't think people really understand how much happens in post-production, how much is possible, and how it's not abstract. It's not like I can just, quote, make it better. I need you to look at all the things I can do. I have a million levers right. I can pull on to change this thing. Right. There's things I like. I make things kind of black and white and moody. Yeah. So that's what I'm looking for in a picture. But you like bright, saturated colors. And, right. <laughs> and you you have red lipstick and red shoes and red right. hair. And right. It's like to make that into black and white, we lose the, the something, right? right? I like color. I, people are always kind of jumping on me for all the black and white. Yeah. I like it when the color matters. Yeah. It's not just that it's colorful mm -hmm. or pretty. If the color's distracting in some way, it's not good. Mm -hmm. If you're, it's like jelly beans in a jar, that doesn't feel good. But when you're in those red shoes with the red lipstick yeah. and I can get those in the same shot somehow yeah. and really accentuate how cool you look when you're all kind of red and glowy, maybe yeah. we shoot at that kind of time of day, or you take it into post-production and I can intensify the reds just a, right. enough that it, it's the way it felt. Right. You know, it's not like it was true or not true. You were totally looking like that. Yeah. Well, and I think that's like what's so cool, too, is just like the last line of this that really stuck with us is like, let her see what you see. Absolutely. You know, and I think that that thought is it's like you're it, it, it you're sharing. You're taking the burden away from from someone who's always taking the photos that you're. Yeah. And it's also pe your, your view. People are out and living their lives and it's a, it's a gift to let them be seen like let them see how they are in the world mm -hmm. you know it's it we have our own experiences and i could capture my experience of the world but like to sort of peer into yours and give that to you as a, a present mm -hmm. it's a that's a gift we all have these cameras there's this great opportunity it's not surveillance it's a it's um it's something else you know it it's you let people into your private space and you, you're trusting them, but they're giving you something back right. for being in there. And I think that's the role of the photographer is to re respect that you're given this privileged intimacy and do something with it to not just 
document and file it away, but to make this like show the people in your world how you see them, how right. you feel about them. I don't know. Maybe people could try that. See how that goes. I think it's a great idea. And they can post their pictures. You I know. We haven't them. been getting a lot of uh, feedback <laughs> like that. But I think that that would be... But we should do a photo assignment. Is that is that our official photo assignment? How would you like to frame it? Because I think I will also take this photo will assignment Will you try off. that? I'll yeah. do that. Okay. I'm going to take... I, I think the pictures of you with your red shoes and mm-hmm. lipstick when we were having a glass of wine, I'm going to go... We'll go have so another now, glass now you're of saying the, the assignment is you're what already just, done. Yeah. And I passed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> we're going to do this assignment that I've already killed <laughs> you all try to live up well that was a particularly good one all right i'll do something else Press your shoulders i'll do something else i'll find someone who wants to be shot someone who wants me to shoot them just let me know i will capture your essence somehow and i don't know i love that that is actually a great assignment for you okay all right deal. some stranger yeah. Or just someone else. Or someone, uh, no, either a stranger or like someone who's listening. How cool would that be? Okay, someone who wants me to shoot them, try to capture their essence, come on by Neo Modern, let me know, send me a DM, we'll get this handled. I love it. Okay, before the show, uh, after the share airs. All right, well, I think that is something we should wrap it up on. Do uh, it. Our show is recorded and produced in San Francisco. Go to neomodern.com slash podcast to get show notes, see photos, and post comments. Leave reviews and ratings on iTunes, and don't forget to subscribe. We get new listeners from you telling your friends and spreading the word. If you know someone who might get something from us, send them a link. Thanks to Mitchell Foreman for our theme music and all of you for hanging out with us. We appreciate your attention and hope we've given you some things to think about. Until next time.